Hello and welcome to Dishing It, the food podcast that gives you a glimpse behind the scenes of Scottish food brands. I'm Colin and today I'm joined by a delicious food producer that makes us locals here in the northeast of Scotland truly melt. I'm of course talking about the irresistible Forest Farm Dairy, which started back in 1988 by the Willis family and since then has put its stamp on organic dairy farming being ahead of the curve and leading the way. From introducing Scotland's first ever milk vending machine to homemade gelato and winning Best Destination at the Northeast Food and Drink Awards, this brand is killing it. I caught up with Gelateria manager Beata to find out more about where the story all started, the exciting new development plans that are underway, and not forgetting her food field trip across Scotland. She was an absolute cracker to record with, and I'll be surprised if you're not smiling from ear to ear listening to this episode. But with that, apologies in advance for my toe-curling laugh. So sorry. Anyway, let's go on to the episode. Enjoy. So the organic dairy of for uh, I'll turn my words. Who is more stressed, you or me now? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's been one of those days. <laughs> The organic dairy of Forest Farm is certainly making moves here in the Northeast and is far from milking its successes with exciting plans on the horizon and customers in their droves travelling to get a scoop of the action. And straight from its gelateria. Gel- oh, gel- gelateria. 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 Yeah. yeah. And straight from its gelateria, manager Beata joins us to take us through the brand's history and share her dream food trip across Scotland. Welcome to Dishnet, Beata. Hi, how you doing? Good, I'm good. I remember how to say your name right. I was waiting yes, to say it wrong absolutely. there. Absolutely. Thank you very much for effort. You know, greatly appreciated, <laughs> honestly, every time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, but now we're just on the other side of the heat wave, but I think it's safe to say that the recent downpour of rain wouldn't have stopped any customers coming over to Forest no. Farm because no. you are very high demand and everyone loves to get their sweet fix. But I bet it's maybe been a little bit quieter and you've probably been quite happy now that you get a bit of a breather, maybe. Oh. Yes and no. At the same time, uh, so sometimes you have time to catch up, especially on Mondays after Mm -hmm. the very busy weekend, you know, you can do bits and bobs, which you were not able to do over the weekend. However, um, you know, when you have customers coming into the shop, you have a time to chat with people as well. And the time flies faster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it sort of doesn't drag. Oh, my God, it's still another another hour or stuff like this, you know. So it's sometimes it's really nice when it's busy and you have nice that steady stream of the customers coming up, you know so that's pretty good but it does absolutely fly by when it's yes. busy yes I, this is true seriously especially for example when you start sort of shift sometimes at one o'clock you have our lunch rush yeah sort of until 5 4 35 p.m and then you have a small um a little one hour one hour and a half just to sort of catch up quickly because then yeah. you have a dinner rush right away yeah and then Everyone suddenly it's like, oh my God, eight o'clock. And then you have quickly, you need to <laughs> get ready for the next day. So you go, no rest. Oh God, nine o'clock, you go home. <laughs> Before you know it. Before you know it, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so there might be people listening who uh, don't know much about Forest Farm. Yeah. So how would you describe the business to get them up to speed? Um, I think I would say it's a fun place in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you arrive... Uh, 
it's very nice with our gelato garden especially you know when we have those domes we have everything is blooming lots of flowers um so when you come in it's a little bit like enchanted garden at the moment yeah. as well uh, so i think it's a perfect time of, of the year to come to us you know because it's completely different when it's obviously a winter time when we have a different atmosphere and it's at the moment a little bit i would say even nicer and more welcome and of course, when you come to a gelateria, all the smell from the pastries, you know, and everything. I'm not going to lie. You can get the lovely cow smell, a scent. <laughs> we are on the farm by the end of the day, you know. Yes. When you open the car door and it, you're just you're going to be surrounded, <laughs> wrapped up with that. You get immersed in the farm experience. Exactly. Fully immersed. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I hope it will not discourage anyone and still people would like to come and join us, you know. Oh, so. not at all. People love it. <laughs> Absolutely going down a treat. So the, I forgot how you said it again, the gelateria. Yes, <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes. Gelateria. Gelateria, right? Go for it. We're all live people. I can uh, even a little trick. You can say ice cream parlor. That's okay. Oh, okay. Between us. I'll between stick. Us. I'll stay authentic. <laughs> the, <laughs> okay, so the gelateria and coffee shop opened uh, back in 2021, um, yeah. but the farm's story obviously started way before way that. And um, yeah. could you take us back to kind of start and give us a wee flavour of kind of where the story yeah, started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, itself, the farm actually started. So the uh, Willis's family moved to um, Aberdeenshire to this. They bought the, it's called first before a forest farm. It was Glasgow Forest. And then when they bought that farm, it was 1988. So quite some time oh ago. And they, they were doing the farm. However, they went organic in 1998. And they were pioneers in organic dairy which is pretty impressive, to be honest. You know, they were already thinking quite far ahead. And back in the days, don't be you know, it's only beginning, only started. And only later, in, to be honest, in 2017, they opened the first in Scotland vending machine with milk. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was pretty cool. And uh, then they added the second one as well because it was such a high demand. Yeah. Um, and the idea, one of the ideas, one of the guys when they were studying in England, uh, they saw in England quite few of those. And they said with the, that time they spoke to mom and they said, why not to do something like this on our farm, you know? Mm -hmm. And they got in touch with the company and the machine came uh, to Scotland, you know? Um, so it's a that, great idea. Great idea. Honestly, it's such a, and you think it's a small thing, isn't it? But yeah. you never... But it's sometimes, especially kids, have so much fun. We actually joke sometimes that they're with these little kids, that they're little cows. <laughs> Inside. Oh, and kids actually believe this. And I was like, yeah, the little tiny cow. And parents go for this as well. You know, they pick up straight away. So and, you know, later business sort of started to pick up. You know, they opened the self-service shop first that was another one and i also remember when the self-service shop before when you literally could come with the car straight to the doors oh you right know? okay why yeah, yeah you could literally park the car by the door to the self-service which is really cool and then the guy started to do ice cream so that was uh, 2019 when they started to do ice cream so they were sort of self-taught at first 
Um, they bought the books, they bought the machine, then they started to experiment, you know, they started to see how this can go. Then they did the course, which was during COVID. Unfortunately, it had to be online. And um, normally when you do that course, you can go to Italy as well. But because of the COVID rules and everything, they were not able to go. Yeah. So that's a little bit sad. But still, as you see, the product is really... Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, they also started to do it at the same time um, when a few months later they started to do set yogurt we don't do, do it at the moment however uh, we know it's a very high uh, demand for that product so we hope that fingers crossed sooner or later we'll come back again and it's yeah. it's great it's like it's that thing i think when people think of yogurt you're just like oh yeah yogurt's yogurt but when you try forest farms yogurt like yeah. you can't get in the shops no, you're right. Especially it's like a set one as well. So it's not very liquidy. You know, yeah, you it's nice and thick. It's great. You put your spoon in the middle, it doesn't move. <laughs> but it's great. Great with fruit and stuff like castle and berries yeah. and all that stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah, with granola in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. you can do so many variations with that, to be honest. And I'm sure, uh, well, we, you know what we are saying so much. People are going to come and they're not going to have it in stock yet. So <laughs> <laughs> they can only imagine for now. But hopefully, as I said, hopefully soon it will be back. Yeah amazing and you started with the business back in uh 2021 just shortly yeah. after the gelateria yeah, opened yeah and there's obviously since even that short period of time there's been so many successes with it being so popular and awards and things what's been a personal highlight for you since uh, starting uh, you know what i think um i have two highlights first of all that uh, guys gave me the chance to work for forest farm that was a massive highlight for me you know because i was always working in the hospitality businesses in the restaurants hotels i never worked in a it is still it's a retail and hospitality you know we are very mixed it's mm-hmm. a hybrid i would say um but um and i was always most of the time you know assistant manager but still managing big teams so for me you know, middle of pandemic, we still were closed. You had all the restrictions and everything. And to change the job, I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, but we worked as, I hope for both sides, you know, really well. So that was one of my highlights that they gave me the chance. But I think the other one recently in June, when we won best destination of Northeast, you know, I was so happy and so over the moon, you know, that people appreciated us, you know, and the judges and everyone took it on board. And we got such a lovely cheer as well from the crowd who was there, you know, for participants. So it was very nice to see that the feedback is coming back to us, you know. So I think that was very good highlight for for that honestly it just shows that what we are doing it's you want to do more and you want to show more that you can do it you know so Definitely. yeah that was, well, it's such it's such good recognition as well being obviously in a room of other kind of food and drink producers yeah. from the region as well and just being um supported in that way is really great for you guys yeah absolutely right yeah. and i think you had quite a lot of these there as well you had the a lot of the team were uh, at the awards yeah we actually had the whole table of I was our gonna say. <laughs> What a great night to win as well but everyone's yeah. there yes it was gorgeous it was very nice that uh, we actually able to you know it wasn't only management you know who just went but you actually were able to have a team members we had uh, um we had our bookkeeper as well with us we had one of the ladies from production angie you know and we have our serving team you know so it was really good it was very family all together you know that's nice. and like when you say that like that's what always I think comes across either when you're in Forest Farm or when you're on social media just looking like it, there is really that family 
feel with yeah. the, all the staff. Like everyone just seems to get on really well and it's a nice community that you've got going. Definitely. Yeah, you know, we try to cultivate all the time, to be honest. Uh, you know, we um, always making sure, you know, some of um, my team members, they have, you know, extra activities like swimming, football, netball, oh, you know, nice. so many other things. And you always try to accommodate their uh, what they have as well because you know if they are happy I know they're going to come happy to work uh, yes, you know it, it works both ways you know I'm 38 the reason why I'm saying my age is back in the days when I started which was 20 years ago when I was 18 there was not such a thing as a family life work balance mm. oh yeah you no work and that's it you have hobbies fantastic but that's not my problem you know and um and this is where i think it all starts as well because then people come miserable to work um and in fact customer service in the first place because if you're mm -hmm. miserable i'm not in the mood i'm not, you think i will care exactly. about the customer and you know we also tried to do a few for example obviously christmas party we had and the uh, at the beginning of the summer, we will have a barbecue night. By the end of the summer, we will have barbecue night, you know, and then it gives us a chance to actually meet up all together, production, shop, uh, and the farm team as well, you know, yes. so we have everyone and, you know, we have sometimes team members who are working only one day per week, so they don't have a chance to meet everyone as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it gave, gives you that uh, feeling then, you know, let's get us together, even though it's only two, three times a year, but still, you know, we try to sort of cultivate that. It's still nice to do. It's such a nice thing to do. Yeah, oh, I think great. so, yes. I'm no stranger to Forest Farm. Sometimes <laughs> there are two times a week, <laughs> usually. And, um, I think there was one week I was there on a Friday and I was back the next Thursday because <laughs> like, I'm going to go in for the gelato <laughs> bombs. But imagine I have never stepped foot in the in the farm shop or the uh, gelateria and I've not got no clue what to order. What would be your um, recommended order for me to give me a full flavour? Sure. So usually we actually tend to get a lot of new customers, you know, and then we will try to sort of talk to them and see what they're keen for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have people who will love absolutely the coffee and then you have a figment coffee, you know, and we can do latte, we can do flat white mocha, you know, that's just all the options. But sometimes we have people who uh, you want to have all our bakes are made by us, by our team, our production team, you know, we don't buy from anyone else. And sometimes you can have, it's really funny because people will come for coffee and you will say, would you like some bake? And they say, oh, actually, I don't want something big bites. We do little bites, you know, with mm -hmm. brownies, for example, or any other bakes. And then you can still sample a little bit, you know, it's not too big piece, but mm -hmm. you have something little tiny still with the coffee. And of course, gelatas, you know, this is our, I would say, main highlight. And again, you would ask more if customers like something fruity, sweeter, you know, there's so many options. And uh, we always have sorbet, uh, which also, takes tastes to be honest like a gelato because the texture is just amazing you know and we have a very good fruits um so it's always made from uh fruits as well fresh fruits uh so you have that quality of the it's not some just you know artificial flavoring coloring yeah. or anything and um which is amazing and i think uh, it's so funny because sometimes even when you remove one flavor you know um we got immediately like messages phone calls social media <laughs> When is this back? It has to be back, you know. It's like, 
Yay! So um, we'll get back soon. Yes, <laughs> Got to make room for other yes, ones. Yes, we just have to make it. Please give us a time. We need to catch up. I think you know. In the first place, we always would try to talk to a customer what they like and what they would prefer from what they are expecting to find from us. You know, and to find yeah. whatever their preferences are. So. Because there's uh, so many flavors as well. So I imagine the rotation, you got to keep on top of it quite a lot. Do you have a yeah. favorite flavor? Um, uh, my favorite flavor, you know what? It's changing, but I need to admit one thing. So uh, you know how you watch in the movies um, uh, sometimes that people would try something and they think they go back in the memory and things mm -hmm. like this. So I only heard, obviously you will see something and you will say, oh my God, I've ate this in such and such place that reminds me this and this, or I don't know, it will remind me the garden of my grandmother, you know, this sort of things. But I actually, it was this sort of memories, core memories. But when I tried for the first time our strawberries and cream gelato, I had a tear in my eye. I literally had a tear in my no eye. Never in my life I experienced <laughs> something like this. So I honestly went in years back home in Poland when I had when was because in Poland we have um, strawberry season it's not like in UK when you can buy them all year round mm -hmm. obviously in uh, farms like Middleton or Castleton you can or Barra you can they have a seasonal as well but in general strawberries you can buy all the time in Poland even though obviously we have supermarkets yes it's 21st century but it's still strawberry season is strong there june july you know this is where yeah. you actually go and buy your strawberries during the year you tend not to buy it because you know they're not that good and this is was the time when i saw myself when i was doing the strawberries in my grandmother's garden because we always had fruits always all every year we had a very big allotment so they had all selection of fruits and vegetable trees and orchard as well when i was sitting with a sour cream and lots of sugar honestly it was just incredible. I never, ever in my life experienced something like this. Oh, that's amazing. Power of food, tell you. Yeah. Can transport yeah. you anywhere. Yeah. It really that's does. True. That's um, true. And just touching on, you obviously said you're from Poland originally. What brought you to, um, well, the UK or Scotland if you moved to Scotland first? Well, you know what? It's actually, so I traveled a lot um in the gen in general so i graduated from um because in poland is a little bit different um studying system so you first go to school then you go to college then you go to uni so it's slightly okay. different so i graduated hospitality in college and i then went to uni as well doing my master's in hospitality so oh, i've okay. always been trading this and um when i went to uni i actually had a chance so to study six months and then pass your exams early uh, we call those zero terms and then for six months go abroad so i was oh, okay. in the states twice then belgium germany uk as well and then i decided after all the travels maybe i'll stay in the country maybe i'll stay in the country maybe i'll stay in poland after i graduated i've done my masters unfortunately well you know we're talking 10 years ago okay times completely changed what it was then and what mm -hmm. it is right now. Yeah. Back in the days, hospitality, it was mostly dominated by men, very much by men. Okay. And um, I unfortunately hit the glass ceiling uh, in a not nice manner. Uh, the company I was working for, the men were getting all the promotions, even though I had bigger knowledge than them. 
Yeah. And I got just pissed off, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And everywhere where I applied, I heard the same. Oh, you will get married. You're going to get a child. Uh, even though I didn't have a partner even that time. That's the best yeah. bit. Um, and even though abroad I was doing supervisory positions in Poland, they, I've been constant hurt. Oh, that's abroad. Poland is different. It was not different at all. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Services everywhere, all over the world, exactly the same. And I just got pissed off and I said, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving Poland because I see I'm not going to get any mm -hmm. Now it's changed. It's changed completely. Okay. My best friend is actually, ironically, in this place where we worked. She's a manager now. <laughs> Oh, cruel twist of fate. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, now it's uh, female is more. There's totally no changed. more of those things, you know. But as I said, it's 10 years. It's a massive. It's a long time, you know. Mm -hmm. So I actually had the choice between um, I was looking only for English speaking countries. So I had choice between Canada, Australia or UK. Um, I chose only the reason why I chose UK because it's closer to family. I know it sounds easier funny, to get home easier to get home yeah. exactly yeah. and um, then it all started first I ended up in England um, and I was working in England for some time uh, only always in the hotels because this is what I knew all my life and this is what I was familiar with and in the restaurants then I met my husband in the meantime and then from um, we moved to Oxfordshire um, I worked I was oh, working nice. there and then uh, we moved to Scotland even though I didn't want to move to Scotland I'm not gonna lie um <laughs> one of the reasons take it against your will <laughs> oh my god seriously now i'm thinking and you know it gave me a lesson never say never seriously yeah never say never so when i was in uni one of my uh, six months periods when i went to work i went to work on aaron on oh, aaron nice. um and i just came back from states so after two years so imagine american yes English. <laughs> and i ended up in a small village small village with a bus one time a day, two times a day, with only lockers. Okay. Ooh. Oh, exactly. Oh. And now people are talking to me, and I'm doing this. And I have no, and I never heard Scottish in my life before at yeah. all. I've heard English. I obviously British English because I was visiting London before mm -hmm. as a tourist. So you know, and I could speak. I thought I could speak. Mm -hmm. And then I it was so many tears, so many tears. It was bonkers. It was crazy. Oh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and that was actually 2006. So this is when it happened. Okay. That happened in 2006. And um, all these years, but I stayed. I actually stayed. The owners of the hotel was so nice. And they were, you know, give yourself a time. Took me a while, but I, 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 did, I didn't enjoy that time. I need, And I needed money for uni, you know, so you basically suck it up and carry mm -hmm. on. Yeah. And um, and then when we had the opportunity, so I actually had the opportunity to stay or in London and work for Tom Carriage in his restaurant. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. um, because I already had, by that time, I was a manager in one of the mission places in the restaurant down in England. Ah, cool. Um, and because we were planning to get married with my husband, we said we want to move from somewhere else. And I had a choice between Hand and Flowers and uh, or Scotland in Ayrshire in Trump Tambury Hotel. Okay. Uh, so I gave myself, uh, I wanted to do both trials, visit both places, you know, and see what is the best. And uh, by that point, we absolutely loved Tom Carriage Hand and Flowers because we were regulars there. We were going quite a lot there for dinners. And I said, oh, let me try it. Let's see how this will work. You know, I hated it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, you know, completely what what you see 
as a customer and what you see at the back oh uh, totally different totally yeah. different and i really didn't i just did not enjoy it you know and um, then i went to ayrshire and i actually flew to glasgow and i took the i rent a car and then i drove to Danbury. And when you're coming, I don't know if you ever drove there, if you ever- No, I don't there. think so. Not so like, basically no. when you're coming up from air, there's in one point when you're already reaching the village, Dunbarry itself, you're coming a little bit up the hill. And as soon as you reach the hill, the all sea opens up. Oh, right. Elsa, uh, Elsa Craig, you can see, you wow. can see Gervan village and you can see the hotel on the right hand side. It's, oh, nice. it's breathtaking. It's view it just magnificent you know and then from where the hand and flowers were when you know it's all the houses 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 and then you suddenly come up to this it's like oh my god i was like okay let's take a breather let's see let's one step at a time okay don't get ahead of yourself i still don't want to live in scotland yeah. like let's see how the <laughs> You're like, this isn't happening i'm not moving here this is beautiful but i'm not it's not having me on no. <laughs> And then I went to the hotel and hotel that time was under the refurbishment. So that was uh, sort of April and they were reopening in June, but they were already um, recruiting all the staff who can come in May, help with the, all the fi uh, final cleaning up already, you know, hoovering carpets, getting ready and full training of the menu service and everything. So the hotel reopens, everyone are uh, fully operational, I would say. Um, and at that time, I didn't work. So for me, that was not an issue. But, you know, when I arrived, everyone was so nice, so polite, so kind. I couldn't get a grasp. How come, you know, in England, you have a little bit different treatment. And over here, everyone were so helpful. And they were like, oh, my God, what do you mean you just flew? How? They gave me a meal. They sat me down. You know, they explained. I was like, wow, I was so like shocked in a positive way obviously like could not but i was like mm. <laughs> they were slowly starting to change and then we started to you know sit down and we got the plus shall we move or not and things like this and of course cost of living was can't you can't compare mm -hmm. london and you can't compare uh, yeah. the village even though obviously the prices because of the hotel for rental were quite expensive but mm -hmm. still reasonable cheap compared, compared. To, yeah. to London and this is how I ended up in Ayrshire in the first place and we moved in 2016 we moved to Ayrshire and then we moved here to Aberdeen so look at that yeah. see Scotland got you in the end it did. <laughs> honestly it, <did. laughs> it got you in the end oh great okay so yeah so um back to I had a little detour there actually yeah um, we did <laughs> I just like thought I'd just ask this question to see what we get. I'm, and I'm glad I did. No, I'm glad I did. We got so much there. I love that. The shop is always full of not only Forest Farm um, products, but you've got lots of local products in there as well and um, from around Scotland and uh, locally. Yeah. What would be your top three products that you would fill a shopper's basket with to make sure they left with it? Sure. So I think um, with one of our products, what we do as well is lovely oat cakes, you know, um, mm. that's done also by our production team. So a little bit soft curd cheese or just a, a Philadelphia, you know, and a salmon or a piece of avocado. Oh, my God. Lovely. To die for. Oh, nice. To die for. And uh, it's so funny because girls are literally can't catch up with making it. So normally they will do Wednesday, Thursday. Usually by Monday, they're all gone. 
like you know is that's it you can't even and um you know and we also we don't we are not able to make this big capacity because you want to make sure that it's nice and fresh as well so it's so nice to see that the customers are coming and sometimes they're buying three four five packets you know so yeah. it's absolutely fantastic um then another product i would say our coffee you know it's from figment um so um they always freshly roasted so you know it's not something what sits on the shelving unit you know mm -hmm. ages and collecting dust yeah um it's none of those things and um obviously when it comes to the season um again it depends sometimes we have a lovely flowers i know it's not edible but you know sometimes the flowers actually come from our garden as well so you know oh, you nice. have, yeah yeah we are we, uh, we saw specifically for later for sale so it's very nice because you can get some a little forest farm with you to take oh, home, look you know? at that and um, I think fruits at the moment, you know, it's a season for strawberries as well. So mm -hmm. we get from Castleton Farm strawberries, you know, so and also the Castleton Farm supplies us for the sorbets in terms of the um, raspberry sorbet and strawberry sorbet. That's ah, where we get our fruits from, you know, so you try to support each other as much as possible. Yeah. Obviously which I think is pretty good, you know. Oh, it's great. It's it's a great shopping experience. And like it's, it's not overloaded. There's like too much choice, but it's yeah. like got just like one of everything that you need. And it's just so, so nice to pick different things and try something yeah. new every time. Definitely. And I think sometimes in the farm shop, this is what I've found that you have so many things. You don't know what to you lay your eyes on and you can't, you can't just choose as well. And you just wonder actually for, and some products you can get in like Tesco and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking you should be unique, you know, as well. You should yeah. be, uh, I would prefer something less, but then, you know, it's a high, not even high, but even a high quality or just a quality mm -hmm. rather than sitting and collecting dust. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it nice and fresh. We like exactly. it fresh. Exactly. And in the shop, you can stock up on um, the forest farm yogurt, milk, and obviously the um, gelato as well, which is all fresh from the dairy yeah. and the, the cows that you have in the farm. What are the benefits of buying or of drinking organic milk over organic dairy, I should say, over yeah. kind of regular I don't know if that's what you call it regular, regular milk yeah, <laughs> regular yeah, milk, yeah yeah organic milk yeah yeah you're yeah. right you're absolutely right I think the health in the first place you know health in the first place because you know our cows we don't put we don't use any pesticides on the fields you know we don't use any artificial um, um artificial uh, fertilizers on the grass you know uh, cows don't get antibiotics unless obviously cow is sick then we need to treat it but mm -hmm. otherwise they're not being fed with any antibiotics um uh, we actually had recently which is it was pretty cool in the beginning of july when we did the uh, barbecue opening on the for the team we had the farm tour so we had uh, uh, William literally went. We had a big trailer, and we went around the farm uh, with okay. the whole with the whole team, you know. And it was really good because they can actually experience to see mm -hmm. how big the farm is, you know, what type of cows we have, how many cows we have. We saw little cows as well, you know, it's really cute. So you know you get that feeling as well so actually we learned which i had no idea was very just cows uh, we want to make sure that they eat the best grass mm -hmm. so they need to drink really lots of water mm -hmm. so that was really interesting and also they are moved our cows every 12 hours we need to move our cows for the fresh bit of grass ah. to make sure that they have the best of the best wow 
see the stuff cool, people don't the stuff people don't think about no, like no, the amount no. of effort you've got to like the amount of effort farmers have yeah. to put into yeah. everything they do yeah so literally, work yeah so literally every 12 hours the cows are moved just to make sure that they have fresh bit of grass so they have the best what they can get and um, in terms of nutrition and over the winter time um, and also when they are milked the funny enough they actually we play the music oh, oh nice yes. what's usually on the the playlist radio some pop hit that you know <laughs> just to pump it up <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Around the, uh, when you can come around the milking time and you hear, uh, you can hear actually sometimes really loudly the music is playing. Yes, so they are, you know, they have a beat and everything. So it's brilliant. And then, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I'm still, every time I go, I'm always a bit early to get the milking live. Oh, I always okay. miss it. Always miss it. I've still not seen it yet. So I can't wait for that day. We need to time or appointment in the calendar, you know. I know. Because what is it? It's three, three o'clock. 3.30. 3.30. Three That's why I think I always think it's three and then I go oh, for three okay. and then I'm like, oh, it's no. I missed no. it again. Today's not the day. My ice cream's gone and I need to go somewhere. So I'm like, right, I need to go. <laughs> Another excuse to come back. That's how I always Definitely. see it. Um, so recently exciting news broke um, about the business's expansion plans. Um, do you want to tell us a bit a bit about what we can expect for the the next phase of yes. Forest Farm? So that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, the news broke. That's true. We tried to keep it a secret a little bit, not even a secret, but you know, excitement. Um, so yes, we are we are expanding. That's true, uh, which is very very exciting. So the new shop is going to be. I would say five to six times bigger than we are at the moment. Uh, so that's very exciting. Uh, we're going to, so we're still going to keep the gelato domes. So we, you know, you're still going to have this nice feel, nice mm-hmm. garden. So uh, if some people want to sit outside, they are more than welcome. And, uh, but we're going to have inside seating. Uh, we are planning to open, um, obviously a little bit bigger station in terms of the freezers with gelatos and things like this and uh, we are still thinking about the so the pizza pizza bit as well we're not sure yet how this going to work in terms of is it going to be only over the weekends or my or seven days a week you know i'm sure we will end up with seven days a week mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know because what else you can ask for for pizza and i gelato oh, you know my goodness. dream combo dream combo, combo. exactly absolutely so and uh, the where the gelateria is at the moment that's going to be a farm shop Ah, um so that's going to be full 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 farm shop so yeah that's coming up and where the viewing window is at the moment i think you can see it i think the uh press journal actually posted the uh, floor plan isn't it if i'm not mistaken yes yeah i think they did so you can actually see the uh the viewing window will be incorporated inside so which is really nice as well so there will be like educational points so teachers probably will be able to come and do some lessons something exciting yeah so I think a small bit for everyone you know that's amazing and is there a a planned date for that or Uh, is it kind of still a bit exactly especially you know at the moment with the shortages for building materials and costs and everything we need to plan it wisely um, and to work everything out you know well there's plenty forest farm to explore just now so that's good 
so we won't be left hungry that's the main thing and creativity is obviously no stranger to Forest Farm because you've obviously you mentioned you homed uh, Scotland's first ever milk vending machine yeah. um, and also the groundbreaking arrival of the gelato bombs as yeah. well which still can't get over absolutely amazing um, how important is creativity when running a business it is important I think we all agree um I'm actually surprised that some businesses don't want to adapt you know what the mm-hmm. times are changing so much and you know, sometimes you know you can still if you don't want to change too much it's absolutely fine it's up to you but you can do little changes and you know it's always good to see what other businesses are doing and how they are in what their innovations are coming up and you know now nowadays you have social media you know you can type one word and so many videos pictures and everything will come up and um, you can see what trends are at the moment and uh, you can come up with your own stuff but as well you can see what other competition is doing you know and what is successful for them mm-hmm. not always necessarily can be successful for us too you know yeah um but you can always try and check you know if you didn't try it you never know if it's gonna work out or not you know exactly go um, try it before you know yeah absolutely you know so yes i think the creativity is very important very important if you want to grow in business and if you want to develop yourself and if you want to attract customers in the first place as well definitely and i must ask as well how many test runs of the gelato bomb did you have to do to perfect it or was uh, it quite was it an easy <laughs> was that an easy one uh, are you talking about the buns yes the, uh, yes. the, uh, the buns yeah uh, so we actually had few but it wasn't it was more the brioche sizes Ah, okay. um, rather than so they were too big too small then again too big and then too dense <laughs> uh, so it took a few months until we actually we wanted we knew what size we really need and uh, so we stopped at the moment however it's going to be back september october again okay um, because it's warm you know so people are looking for something uh cooler you know yeah. um, f- funny enough you know but uh, <laughs> the summertime <laughs> last 14 but never mind <laughs> uh, but yes the bombs are going to be back again the the brioches are will be back soon yeah oh, but uh, yeah but you know it's also uh we uh, we were not sure how the uh, when we brought about the creativity if we are on that point mm-hmm. with um, chocolate floats you know hot chocolate with this uh, ah yeah, yeah of course yeah um so we were not sure at first how that's gonna work uh but on the first weekend we were regretting it we actually (laughs) oh my dear lord because it was the first time when launched when we launched it so um it was for us it was a disaster the reason why because you know we have this chocolate top Mm -hmm. yeah and um, chocolate top could not catch up with us the amount of chocolate we are using for hot oh no it had because you need to all the time feed it with the chocolate obviously to yeah. have it did so we ended up with the buying bon marie you know just to melt and this was immediately because sometimes customers had to wait 15 20 minutes for a hot chocolate right. until it melts for us it was disaster but you know again as we said earlier you don't try you don't know exactly exactly um then we got the lesson from that pretty quick (laughs) we're not gonna (laughs) lie we said okay we need to find the solution but we find solution pretty quickly you know so with the next i think two or three weekends we were already flying on that yeah um so yeah and but as soon as winter hits cold it straight away floats um when it's warm it's right away gelatos hot chocolates goes on the side yeah that's what i love though there's like a there's like a, a chain 
of yeah. like different things that you're doing. I love yeah. that it's always revolving. There's always something Absolutely. new. Every time you go, always something new. Um, okay, so you've teased us with a few of your food recommendations. So let's hop on board your Scottish food safari. <laughs> you have the power to pause time and travel anywhere across Scotland for one special food safari. And you've chosen to go start our main dessert. Yeah. And you're going to grab an after dinner drink yeah. as well after that. So where are you taking us and what are you ordering? I think the starter was, um, so in, that was 2017, we did uh, with uh, my husband, Robert, um, the North Coast 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done it a little bit more as well. We added extra bits, but, um, and one of the places we stopped was Inverness and we stopped in the Rockpool Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's still, but one of the restaurants we came to the Rue family, Sheru yeah uh, i don't know if it's still because as i said it's been a few years back so um and it was the first time when i actually tried the cheese souffle um oh, okay. and they're famous from the cheese souffle as well the rural restaurants and uh, i tried so funny enough i tried souffles before but they were always sweet so i tried the passion fruit uh, souffle raspberry souffle but excuse me but never actually the cheese one mm-hmm. Uh, so when I tried it, I was like, oh my God, this is heaven. <laughs> Absolute heaven. It was like, I think three cheeses as well. So it wasn't only oh, one nice. piece. I was like, I'm drooling. I'm literally talking to you. <laughs> 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 I'm talking. <laughs> Mama mia, I can't believe it. This is after you said about the whole food memory. It's like, oh, yeah, people say, you know, eat something and you get food memory. I don't buy it. <laughs> I think that's two times in a row. <laughs> So yeah, that was really good. And then for main course, I actually have two places, I would say. Um, there was one in St. Andrews. That was one of the places. So they called the Seafood Ristorante. They're literally mm-hmm. right almost on the, uh, like a pier, you know, up there. And I think they literally just opened that time. Um, so they were open like a month or so, or even maybe less. And so far, I remember the story that the Michelin... Um, a chef who had Michelin restaurants, not even stars, somewhere else, he decided to open his own business. Okay. So it was just for the beginning for him as well. And um, I remember I've ordered Dover Soul with uh, capers, peas, and gnocchi. Um, mm, heaven, nice. honestly, to die for. And the other place was in Lokinver. There was a hotel. Um, unfortunately, it was Albanach hotel and um unfortunately the place is closed at the moment i don't know if it's because of the pandemic or anything mm-hmm. but i remember once i checked and i was like oh they um they closed down but um funny enough it was beef uh, uh, a beef fillet it was one of the best beef fillets i've ever ate in my life and i love oh, wow. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meat eater i'm not gonna lie uh but it was one it was cooked to perfection honestly you can't you really couldn't fault on that and it was served with the uh, jerusalem artichoke risotto oh yeah, uh, yeah so for me it was very big innovation because to be honest actually for me uh jerusalem artichoke was always as a snack mm-hmm. i really like it just to peel it and eat it raw you know so it was the first time when i was like what you can serve it warm really? <laughs> it was brilliant uh, it was really 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 good you know so that was i think that nice. was one of my two top mine courses places definitely i would i would love definitely would love to go back there oh that sounds amazing yeah, yeah. and nice. for dessert um 
I would say back in Tanbury when I was working, we had uh, brilliant chefs, pastry chefs. It was just mind blowing. And uh, one of the chefs was doing his, one of the dishes were was the chocolate cremeau uh, okay. with the hazelnut praline and poached pear. Uh, oh, oh nice. my god! <laughs> uh, so good, you know. It's and the portions were like really because it's done in mold as well. So you still had this. I don't know how he did this, to be honest. So inside it was just nice and smooth, you know, the texture, like a ganache texture at the same okay. time. But outside the chocolate, so you did like with a creme brulee, literally smashed the top. Oh, and it's gently, and oh, with the cocoa nips. Oh, that was pretty good, you know. But I think what's always missed is afternoon tea. I still think it's underrated. Uh, underrated okay. yes, I think that's the, yeah. uh, one of the meals. You know, you can get the, we usually go with we love afternoon tea with my husband oh my god i think it's the best meal ever you you we, we always try to go like 2 to 30 so you have like a lunch and dinner at the same time yes yes <laughs> well played so much that you literally not hungry in the evening at all just fill your boots fill your boots and see your way through <laughs> absolutely and i think so far best afternoon teas i ever had was in Glen Eagles. i literally okay. learned three times for afternoon tea nice one of the best afternoon teas and what we, is the what is the savory to sweet ratio um, is it nicely it's balanced almost, it's based it's very nice balance so you still have you know you will have your amuse bouche then you have your savories then you have your sandwiches then you have your sweets you know oh, so nice. it's a really nice long long meal you know and now we were actually we've been um uh, for afternoon tea um in many places we like to walk around but honestly i've been to balmoral as well which is nice balmoral uh, in edinburgh as well mm -hmm. nice afternoon tea good savories i still can't beat the we've been to browns in london which is as well they counted as one of the best afternoon tea mm -hmm. places yeah i've heard that yeah, yeah um still not the same no honestly, can't be clean eagles Glen Eagles, honestly. Oh, I'll have to go go and try this. I, I do I do like an afternoon tea once every so often for me, but yeah, it's the it's I like to have a bit more savory than sweet. Yeah, you've sold too. it to me though. You've sold uh, it to me. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I also like the savory a bit of much. Usually, to be honest, I ended up with the sweets taking home because mm -hmm. uh, I enjoy the savories that much. Um, and uh, one afternoon tea I was very interested, not in the Glen Eagles, in the Glen Up Castle. So it's on Ayrshire. They also the part of the I don't know if you ever heard uh, Relay and Chateau hotels. So oh, it's no. like, uh, so Relay and Chateau hotels. They're like boutique hotels all over okay. the world. And uh, um, in UK, you have only few. There's not many of them. And um, Glen Up uh, is literally uh, from uh, Tramtambury half an hour away so not that far and they once did afternoon sea um, oh. yeah and that was all seafood oh that would be heaven for me it i would love that very nice honestly oh. you had the lobster clams mussels oysters uh you know of the different parts of fish a smoked hot smoked cold smoke you know things like this and only by the end you got a little literally little plate with the with the sweeties but it was literally designed that was what afternoon sea so oh i love the sound of that cool. very cool oh, so whoever nice. came up with that was very smart idea yeah very smart i don't i just think i've ever even heard of an afternoon sea before so yeah. the fact that not everyone's doing it must be really yeah. good must be yeah. hard to do as well 
Probably. Oh, great. And what would you be getting for your after after dinner tipple? What would be your choice? Five Farms Berties. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not a whiskey drinker. I'm not going to lie, you know. However, um, when we were there, I really enjoyed it that they always try to accommodate and they try to, there's so many whiskeys there that they try to find something what will suit to everyone mm-hmm. until finally you will find something you will say oh actually i might like this you know um so this would be i think the place and it's so unique uh, uh you know and um i remember before when it was a library you know mm-hmm. and how they turned into berties at the moment whiskey bar it's just incredible with the lights you know with the all this ambience with the tables uh, every you can tell that every little detail been designed and planned really well really yeah. well oh nice oh god you said you were salivating i'm salivating now as well oh jeez. oh god i have to get try out some of those definitely so you are definitely i think everyone at home listening will know that you're full of energy and very positive as well let's balance out the scales and get in some food gripes yeah. what is it that, and i'm sure with your past of working in michelin um, star <laughs> restaurants you've seen all sorts of customers as well so what is it that really annoys you when it comes to food and it can be one or two things you know not so much about the food i'm very particular about service mm-hmm. i think service for me is the most important yeah. um i'm absolutely fuming when people not when the waiter is not going to come and uh, um do the check back on you oh yeah uh, i hate that too i hate this i this is absolutely massive no for me because mm-hmm. uh food can be brilliant but service is awful that's it i'm not going to come back there you know it doesn't yeah. matter how fantastic food was so for me and i think i'm not going to lie as well when i see nice places but we are talking about high-end places as well when i see the waiters uh, not even all the places when i see the waitresses especially i have a long hair you know but with the girls who are flipping their hair <laughs> and have nails like this you know oh super uh, long and when you serve the food and you have lovely nail in your plate you know uh, <laughs> scoop it up the mashed yeah, potato take some off your plate to you you know <laughs> chatting is getting but not to that extent you know yeah <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this is for me a massive thing honestly I, i'm not that fussy like about i don't know the menu is old school or i don't know the um I don't know, whatever the trends are at the moment, I'm not that fast, the service, that's for, and I know I'm a difficult customer sometimes, don't get me wrong, I do realize because, you know, working so many years, and uh, I always think if I can do this, you can do it too, and I sometimes yeah. you don't ask for a lot. Yeah, um, and sometimes it's the simple things, it's yeah. like really small things make such a yeah. big difference as well. Yeah, absolutely, you know, um, so the service for me is the top, like really top. Top of the chain, top of the chain. And just before we finish off, I should have asked this right at the start. What is the difference between ice cream and gelato? Oh gosh, I hate this question. <laughs> I know, because I I, I, th- I remember one of my jobs when I was at uni, I worked at a hotel in Aberdeen on reception. And I remember an American came in and asked, was there any, like, well, I'll do the accent. She was like, do you have any gelatos around here? And then... <laughs> and then I was like, gelatos. And she was like, yeah, gelatos. And I was like, uh, and I was, I was like, what is that? Like, I haven't got a clue what you're on about. And then um, she, I was like, I, like ice cream. And she was like, no, no, not ice cream. And she was like affronted. And I was like, I, I don't know where to say. I don't, can't remember where I even sent her, but it definitely didn't have gelato. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, I always, people sometimes ask me, and I'm like, I actually don't even know. 
I'm sure a lot of people don't know. American accent, I need to admit. (laughs) It needs a bit of work. (laughs) So first of all, and you need to remember this as well, that gelato is healthier than ice cream. Great. So you can eat as much as it. it has less fat. It has less fat because it has less cream. It has more milk. And right. uh, so it also is more dense, so it doesn't have that much air as ice cream do. Right, okay. And also gelato needs to, and most of the time gelato doesn't have eggs as well in them. Okay. So we will have eggs when you do the brownies or Victoria sponge and things like that because they're going to be in bakes, yes, but itself gelato doesn't have eggs. And okay. we need to serve gelato as well in minus 12, so that's the temperature you sort of have to, and you need to work through the texture. That's why we always, as you see us with the paddles working through yeah. that. It's just to break it down because normally when I will just scoop it, it's still rock solid and you actually mm-hmm. can't even shape it. Yeah. You know, if I, I would be literally like a lump of coal, you know, I would just yeah. like a dollop or something. This is why we are working so hard on the plants. So you have this nice and smooth texture for yourself. That makes so much sense because it's always like when you're at Forest Farm, like it's so velvety. Like yeah. when you look at it, it's almost it's like yeah. it's like fabric. It's so light yeah. and um, you can smooth. actually see the grooves, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like a cartoon, cool. like a cartoon ice cream. Like when you look yeah. at it, like it's like a proper drum one. But yeah. oh, that's amazing! Yeah. I've learned something new today. Uh, yeah. How many? Exactly. Every day is a school day. How many times a week do you get asked that question? um actually surprisingly not a lot oh that's okay then that's good just me lot. then just yeah. me this week no. <laughs> <laughs> um on the rare occasions i think uh um and as you said sometimes when we have some students as well uh coming up to us for the first time they will ask yeah. what's the difference between ice cream, but not mm. not that much i think i would expect i think even more people would ask but no surprisingly not oh. probably it will change so <laughs> <laughs> now that i've said that you'll get three people tomorrow asking <laughs> I'll give some people a tip off. <laughs> so go in and ask, just annoy her. Uh, well, that's been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank and you for absolutely me. fascinating to hear about the Forest Farm story and cannot wait for what's to come in the future, which I'm sure is going to be much more than just the extension. There'll be lots more happening, I'm sure. Yeah. But all the best. And I'll be in soon. You'll probably see me tomorrow. I'll ask you that question again. <laughs> right. See you later. See you Bye. Later. Bye. You've been listening to Dishing It, the podcast all about food in Scotland. All the businesses and accounts mentioned in today's episode are detailed in the show notes below, so you can add them straight onto your food list. If you've liked today's episode, remember to subscribe, like, review, share the podcast, you know the script. It all helps in spreading the food inspiration far and wide. And if you've really liked today's show and you'd love to show your support for the podcast, I don't ask for much. You can buy me a coffee through the link below. It all helps in making future episodes of the podcast. So, small violin packed away for another day. Join me next time for more food chats and food frolics all across Scotland. Stay safe, eat well, and speak soon.